When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're talking real money. Oh, Tom had a bit of a trauma this past week. Yeah, it was a tough day. It was a tough, tough day for him. What did he do? Well, he looked at Zillow. <laughs> I've forgotten this. Yeah. Ouch. Tom looked at Zillow. And how much did you lose? In one month. In one month, how one much month. money did you lose in your real estate in <laughs> one month? $54,712. Fifty didn't have, didn't have cents. $54,000. Yeah. This is wow. in the Seattle metro area, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah. Once called, I believe, by many of our listeners, a market that could never go down. I don't think that was that long ago either. When yeah, they it really said that. wasn't that long ago <laughs> uh -huh. where people go, well, the Seattle market can't go down. It never goes down. No, it's immune to that. It's mm. not Phoenix or Orlando. Well, Orlando, I looked for the same period. Mine was down $4,000. Wow. Now, Tom, of course, has a palatial estate. And oh, I sure. have a, a small one-room <laughs> hovel on a back road in Right next Central to the Florida. railroad tracks. Yeah, right got next it. to the <laughs> railroad tracks. Yeah, uh, my neighbor next door has a pig farm. <laughs> exactly. A little noisy, yeah, but yeah. but you got bacon covered, and, so you're and good we got there. And we got the bumpuses with their bloodhounds <laughs> on the other side. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Get so, some sleep sometime between so, 2 and 3 you know, a.m. $4,000 on a uh, $15,000 hovel is, is a pretty substantial drop. That's a hit, man. Yeah, that that's is a hit. a hit. Yeah. So, um, what, what, <laughs> I know the answer to this question, but I'm going to ask you anyway, mm. what in the world is going on with real estate these yeah, days, Tom? No, it's a fascinating time. So welcome to talking real money. I'm Tom. That's Don over there. And oh, wow. You're I out there. They knew. I figured when they punched the button that said talking real money, that they knew where they were. You know, but even then, we still were told to introduce ourselves. A anyway. By uh, whom? <laughs> I don't know. Somebody. Oh, wait a minute. Is there somebody, is there somebody in charge of our podcast that I don't know of? He's standing there in the corner. He's waving his arm. I've got to allow the substitute he's in. Got Tom has a floor director, <laughs> which is what I need. I need a life floor director. No, 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 I, I, no, that would have been bad. I don't. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. There, there's a lot of cross currents. It's an interesting time in real estate. We'll get to the predictions in a minute, which you're going to love. Uh, but, you know, demand is down, right? Because people don't want to have to take out an interest, uh, a loan that's going to cost them six or 7%. You get that. Mm, I get that. But the supply of homes is still low. So the experts are saying, yeah, while prices have come down, not as dramatically as they would have expected because of these sort of these cross currents and fewer people buying, but fewer people selling at the same time. So we have falling demand yep. and falling Supply. Yeah. Supp well, no, supply is still flat low. supply. Yeah. Prices, of course, uh, across the country. This I find this a fascinating number. The uh, Case-Shiller National Index, they're saying prices in basically two and a half years went up 45% during the pandemic, <clears throat> et cetera, which it, 
that's that's an unsustainable level. I think we said that at the time, by the way. I, I do mentioned something remember like that. something about that. Yeah, but again, we weren't predicting the future. No, but that we're just was, speaking from long term. Things just can't grow to the trees. Right. I mean, it doesn't happen. But but the, the the smart people are out with their predictions, and according to the Wall Street Journal, they're unusually varied. I love that term, unusually varied. This the implication is yeah they have no clue yeah okay let's find out what clue they don't have yeah the National Association I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guess all right you ready the National Association of Realtors forecasts a a increase an increase in prices or b decrease in prices oh a big increase it's just around the corner big increase one point two percent so not big okay an increase just around the corner KPMG you know the audit and consulting firm. What is yeah. their prediction up or um, down in 2023? Well, they're not in the real estate business, but they have real estate clients. So I'm going to go with up. They are calling for prices to decline 20% next Ooh, year. 20%. Mor- How about the Mortgage Bankers Association? What are they up, predicting up, for 2023? Up. They're predicting up. They're, they're up. 0.7%. So seven tenths of one. Okay. Pretty okay. mild okay. increase. Anybody and who's got a vested interest is going to say up. But yeah, okay. You got to buy a home. Uh, Goldman Sachs, the last of the four. Which, down. What are they? Down. Yeah, they're predicting a 7.5% drop. Um, and then all that, <laughs> I love reading these stories. Um, this is not a told you so, by the way. This is, but we told you no, is my take on house flipping. This is an area where we, for, I, no, no, for the no, life no, no, me, no, wait, 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 wait. Uh, if it's run as a business, yeah. if you are in the business of buying distressed real estate and rehabbing it. that okay, distressed yeah. real estate but, and then turning it over for a profit because a lot of the equity that you put in it was your very own and your business expertise, then that is a legitimate business. But as a passive investment, how badly did it do? And most, well, (laughs) fascinating. Uh, In the third quarter, and I don't know who keeps track of this number, the gross flipping profit. Yeah. That doesn't refer to a person, but the actual money made. uh, fell. You gross flipping profit, you. (laughs) 18.5% from the previous quarter. Seven. It says seven point five percent of third quarter homes were flips, so seven percent of sorry. the market. And here's Do you know why. what a gross flipping profit is. <laughs> I don't want to try a, that at it's home. A, it's a very, very, very bad holy man. It's like bad Santa. <laughs> That's a gross flipping profit. May have run into one or two in Qatar. <laughs> uh, and here's why. By the way, home prices, as we mentioned, are weakening quickly. And the bad news is, if you're as Don just said, if you're in the business of buying distressed real estate. Fixing it up and selling it, renovation costs remain pretty high. They're lower than they were right in in yeah. late twenty twenty. You can actually find still. lumber now. So, but which, let me ask the two questions that I always get. These okay. are the two. This is not yeah. hard. Number one, I'm getting close to retirement. Should I sell my house? Only if you want or need something smaller, different provides better care, provides better security. It's a personal decision, not a financial one. Yeah, I would say whether you're ready to move or have a plan in place. I think that's yeah. legit. Yeah. Uh, the people that tell me, well, I'm going to wait for a better price. Market I say, Well, no, I say, well, no one knows when that may or may not come along. 
We could have 10 or 15 years of flat to declining prices. It's happened in markets. It's happened. And see, the one thing about real estate that people don't seem to get is that real estate isn't like the stock market. The stock market is the entire global economy. It must, over time, grow larger because the only other alternative is to grow smaller, and that can't happen unless the world is about to collapse. By the way- But real estate can go flat and fall for a while. You know, another thing that's not going to get any smaller over the holidays because I just got a big thing your waistline Armin Roca. Yeah, I had a couple last night. I'm like, this is going to be bad. Uh, here's the other one that I the mistake I see about people selling their homes. They have a tendency to log into Zillow, see the number, subtract out the what they owe on it, and think that's what they're getting. Which oh, good point. Yeah, no, that's most not people what you're that's getting. not what you're getting. Most people okay. First of all, the price. I mean, I don't know. I don't know that anybody's going to show up tomorrow and give me what Zillow wants. So you need to figure in some variability there. Number two, you got to pay somebody to sell it. Number three, you got to pay taxes. You got to know the net number. If you're going to sell, you got to know in the ballpark what you're going to end up with, especially if you're going to try something else. You want to hear something funny? Yeah. I am am a realtor's worst. Debbie and I are realtor's worst enemies. We have. Only once, and that was in Virginia, paid a realtor to sell our house. Wow. Every other time we fizzboed. Fizzboed. Yeah, we fizzboed. Okay. But then the other, so that's one question. Should I sell? And the answer is it depends, as Don correctly points out. The other question I get is, is this the right time to buy? If you need a house. But what about, should I I wait? Should I wait for interest rates? Buy a house if you need a house. What are you going to do while you're waiting? Where well, are you, you could, going to you live? Could, you well, could rent something. Well, you could, but rents yeah. are high. Yeah. Okay. Well, if interest rates go down, maybe rents go down too. Who knows? You know, this. quit playing this game. All of you, stop playing this guessing game. You, you will lose probably more often than you win, or at least it's going to end up a 50-50 proposition. I think that's true. I, th- I think you, you, at both times you said it depends. And both times you said it's a lifestyle decision, not necessarily interest rates, weakening demand, short supply, all the factors that go into pricing. And what if, what if interest rates stay, mortgage rates stay where they are for the next three, four, five years, which what makes you think they're going to go down for certain? Nobody knows for certain. I mean, do I think there'll be less in a couple of years? Yes, but n- do I don't you? know but that. But you no, don't I think know that. Will. No, we remember for, there was a decade where people said interest rates have to go up, up, and they went down. Yeah, I mean, so right. it's, so it's, you it's could have happened. ten years sure. uh, sitting there waiting to buy yeah. a house yeah. Yeah, when you could buy the house at today's rates, and then refinances. At least currently, refinances are relatively inexpensive. What are we looking at? You're still looking at 6% on a 30, right? Something like that? Oh, no. Really? 6%. Oh, oh, wait a minute. What do you mean? In fees? No. I'm talking 6% interest on the loan. Oh, yeah. No, 6% interest on the loan. But I'm saying when you refinance, all the fees associated with it, you know, they're not that bad, particularly if you're not paying points. And so, you know, you can refinance like Tom and I did like 17 times on the way down. <laughs> and now I'm at the beautiful 2.41 or something. I yes. love it to death. Yes. I'm at a two and, two and two and 
I don't know, five eights. Oh, whoever five whoever owns whoever owns my loan is not 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 thrilled with where no. interest rates are today. So anyway, so no, I I concur. I think those all are good points. I think the real estate market is always a great discussion, like the weather. But there's very little to be done about it. I'll put it that well, way. and that's like the, the weather. That's the basic point of this show. And uh, the, and the the good news is you're not getting it. So therefore, we have incredible job security. <laughs> we, we really do. Because yeah. oh, the black helicopters are coming. Can you hear that through my mic? No, I do not hear that. Oh, okay, good. It's too low. <laughs> that's and there's there's a hospital are right across the, door? the highway. Are they door? And it's the flight for oh, life okay. thing. And right. that that the sound of that giant helicopter. Because it's so big, it just pounds its way right through my soundproofing. Oh, I didn't, I didn't hear it. So right, just good. be glad you're not on it. Uh, you want to take a quick question here? I would love. To oh, take a okay. Quick question. This one comes from Greg in Lansing, Kansas. This goes back a few months. I don't know why we didn't get to this. Lansing, Kansas. Not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, see, it's not my fault anymore. You guys can't blame me. I know. They don't come to Don. We took it away christmas uh like let's see i understand life. i understand the value of contributing as much to a roth 401k but sometimes uh if i might be paying more tax now than than i might later with tax deductible contributions to my 401k so this is the argument about mm-hmm. pre-tax or post-tax 401k okay and, here's and again situation. it's a, it's about Oh, you have the current situation? No. Go ahead. Yeah, here's the situation. Yeah. He's okay. 10 years from retirement, hoping yeah. to retire with about a million bucks in his retirement account. So that's terrific. In his retirement, he'll have Social Security and then whatever he can withdraw from his 401k. So the income will be that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, he takes he puts three quarters of the money in the Roth and takes the deductible for only one quarter. Now, remember, mm-hmm. his income, he says is somewhere uh, about 100,000 a year. Okay. So his tax rate is what, between 22 and 24, somewhere, or let's say 20. <clears throat> let's say 20 for the sake okay. of argument. The question, again, should he, uh, you know, should he be doing it this way? Three quarters in the Roth and one quarter in the tax deductible. Did he say how much money he's got in his investment account altogether? Uh, no. Okay. Because that actually factors into this, believe that's it or not. That's true. Because if he has nothing in the Roth, then that's a good strategy. You're right. Because then you right. build up the Roth and have the Roth and the post-tax. Still, for me, though, it comes down uh, to pretty heavily. the future well, again. No, well, tax rates to some extent. But under today's tax laws, mm-hmm. you're, you're he's likely to pay a higher rate of taxation today than he would be at retirement under today's tax laws, not saying anything about what's going to happen in Congress or not happen. But that's where see, that's where though the amount of money that he has invested in all his accounts good point. really comes into play because uh, Roths don't have RMDs. And if he's got like a couple of million dollars in his 401ks or his regular accounts, um, he's going to be kicked into a really high tax bracket at 72 or 73 or 74 or 75, whenever that happens. So the, 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 what my advice usually is, is do both kind of like he's doing. Yeah. I would probably split it though, evenly. And you, I would you raise a good point that I hadn't thought of, uh, around the fact that if he does, if he has very little, um, in his post-tax account, then maybe it is good to jumpstart that a bit. Mm-hmm. So that, again, when you get to retirement, it's more even. I do believe in having 
multiple, and I hate to use this expression, but buckets, places to draw from. So you can do that in each year, depending on your tax situation in retirement. I think I've decided, I decided since uh, somebody I don't admire very much uses buckets yeah. that we should go with barrels, barrels, uh, baskets, roll baskets, the barrel, the roll. Okay. The a barrel, nice but. basket, a really yeah. nice hand woven basket. And I did look that up. I always forget Roth IRA holders are not required to take RMDs. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay. Yeah. Nope. That's why I say that, uh, you know, it, yeah. if you have a lot of money saved, then, you know, you may want to overemphasize the Roth. It really depends on. No, you're right. What, which, where, what, which barrel has more basket. and again, the likely rate of taxation in retirement versus today's likely. Right. Yeah. That's fair. Okay. All right. That's that good. good. That was good. We did it. I think we did another one. Um, this is the pre Christmas week. Happy holidays. Podcast. Um, Happy holidays. And the interesting thing is, and he really had an opportunity to get out of this, but he chose not to. Because <laughs> I'm going to be visiting my, I'm going to be the elderly son visiting my oh, more elderly mother. I think that's great. Uh, in North Carolina, yep. in the mountains. G- guess what the high is going to be one yeah, of the days that we're there. comfortable 63 degrees. A comfortable 23 degrees. Fahrenheit? Fahrenheit. Ah, Really? Yeah. Oh, that's nuts, dude. Yeah, wait, we're, wait, we're, you're going yeah. from a nice warm place yeah. to a cold place. What are we? I, I, I thought it was a neck injury, not a brain injury, but okay. Yeah, now we're going to well, start to so, question. Um, anyway, I'm not going to be here on Christmas Eve. Happy holidays. <laughs> but really, should anyone be here on Christmas? No, but the thing is I'm here. <laughs> so what Tom is going to do, I'm going to do the is show. It will be Tom and, yeah. uh, eight shiny reindeer listening <laughs> Over no. there, uh, and my dog. I'm going to bring my dog in for this one because okay. maybe he'll bark at the. So here's something guy. interesting. If you really you just want to talk to Tom, you just want to have a nice long Saturday conversation with Tom, <laughs> which no one basically ever does. But okay. you could just call the show at eight five five nine three five talk on Saturday, or just call and wish him a Merry Christmas on Saturday oh, between yeah. three and five Eastern time. He will be all alone. He will be home alone for the holidays. And you know what happens when you leave somebody like him home alone? I'm gonna, I'm gonna put all the traps poopy, in the house. Et poopy trap the house. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, so, call. It's live. I'll be here. Love Saturday, it. Christmas yep. Eve. Christmas yep. Eve. A special Christmas oh, Eve there edition of Talking Real Money. <laughs> Tom plays Santa, and you know what he's going to do that day. And this was a surprise, I, I, but I can't, I can't help but let this out of the bag. Uh-oh. What? Um, anything you ask for, he will give you. What? Anything, anything you want. I just calling. I'm going to check my credit card balance before I say that. Okay. He's going to sell you money. He's ah! just, he is so, he is in such a festive mood. Wow. Okay. All right. Fair yeah. enough. I'll I do lied. it. Why not? Yeah. Okay. I lied. All right. Uh, Tom, thanks. Um, oh, by the way, if you want to talk to Tom or one of our advisors and you want to do it like for free, we do that. Well, aren't we stupid? Yes. We will help you manage your money for free. We do that. We we actually do that. Take advantage of us because we're just that dumb. Uh, go to TalkingRealMoney.com and click on Meet an Advisor or call 800-386-3004. That's our office number for Apollo Wealth. 800-386-3004. I'm Don. There's Tom. We do this thing called, well, it's called Talking Real Money. 
hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. As you keep the lawyers happy.